0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Semi Filtered with Serena. I'm out <laughs> I'm out of breath. Um, I just took my clothes out of the dryer from dust that- Like, oh you would have thought I did a Olympic sport. Just ran the 500 meter <laughs> at the Beijing Olympics. Um, I'm actually. Why am I this out of breath? Anyway, <laughs> um, welcome back. Um, uh, this is like the fifth episode. Um. And every, at the end of every episode, I'm like, oh, stay tuned for next Friday. Yeah, I lie every time. Um, <laughs> anyways, so we have a new episode. This is the one. Um, take them when you get them, you know, take them when you can. Um, and this is going to be posted on a Sunday night instead of a Friday. I don't think I've ever been consistent with this podcast yet. Um, there's always room for improvement. And this podcast does not have a script for it either. Off the cuff. But I did um, ask some questions. I mean, I asked, you know, the the usual on Snapchat um, to have some topics. And some people prevailed. um, And they sent some in. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, Not all of them are really interesting, but some of them aren't terrible. And the first one is from my cousin Jack. It says, talk about life. And then I said, I live in a really boring life, which I do. That's the truth. And he said, "Talk about what you want your future life to look like, realistically." You know, I get asked that all the time because I'm reaching the college stage where it's like, "Oh, figure out your whole life in the span of a year. Like, what are you gonna want to do when you're 30?" Okay, listen, I don't even wanna. I don't even know what I wanna do tonight. I don't even know what I wanna do right now, like in now time. So, I think that's just a question that's so unnecessary and causes so much anxiety like why do i gotta worry about what i'm doing when i'm 30 right now especially in jobs because i just can't imagine myself in one one job for the rest of my life i can't imagine myself in like a nine to five that's so basic to say because i feel like everybody says i can't imagine that like i'm not made for the nine to five like i'm not saying i'm not made for it but i'm just saying i just cannot imagine myself being in um a nine to five sorry i had to hit the microphone because i thought it wasn't um in, you know recording um anyways i just cannot imagine myself in a nine-to-five but i also can't imagine myself with like any job ever like there's certain things i like but i don't think i have that one good thing that stands out to me that would make a good career um right now i'm looking into doing business analytics and marketing which is basically studying consumer data and purchase data and then marketing to fit consumers needs that sounds really boring when i say it out loud um and it never sounded fun to begin with, so that's not the problem. Um, so that's what I'm going for now, that's what my senior project's about. And it's interesting, but I think every job I've ever even slightly been interested in just doesn't make a lot of money or is not really in the market anymore, or just there's just not a lot of opportunities. Um, and that stinks, because a lot of jobs that pay good money are just boring, boring. and one thing I don't want the future of my life to be is boring and I don't want to be unsatisfied and I don't want to be unhappy so I mean I think the only thing I do know for the future is that I want to be happy um in anything that I do and if that's making balloon animals at a circus then you know what I, I'm gonna do that because that makes me happy I don't think that's gonna be what makes me happy but if it is who cares I mean I'll I'll do that I'll do what makes me happy um because I want to live a life where I don't have any regrets than living a life where I have a lot of money but way too many regrets that I can't even count on my hands. So, yeah, I think the future of my life, I just want to be happy, healthy, maybe a little bit more fit. You know what? In the future, I do want to be a little thinner. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really want kids in the future. Don't see a future with kids. You know what? You know how people are like, oh, I... I see myself in the house, I see myself in like an apartment, like I truly see myself in an apartment. Two rooms, I'm so excited to decorate them myself, and like I'm excited to like grocery shop for myself and um, do all those things that adults do. I'm really excited for that, I'm scared to sleep alone, scared to sleep alone. That's one of my biggest fears. I'm scared of sleeping in the dark, and I'm scared of sleeping alone, even though I sleep alone every night. But I mean like alone, alone, like where there's like nobody in the house. Because if I get shot, like, nobody's going to come and save me. Um, also, one of my biggest fears is dying in, like, the shower and then people find me naked. That would be, oof, that would be a crime in itself. There would be a, the crime of who killed me and then also the crime of people finding me naked in the shower. Um, yeah, Ugh, I'm just thinking about that and that's just disgusting. Um, I pray to God nobody finds me like that. Um, anyways, so yeah. The future, I don't know. I just don't like thinking about the future. It scares me. It makes me upset and sad because I don't like imagining a future where my parents aren't in it 24-7. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've, I'm really dramatic, but the future, Like it's not like my parents are dying. It's literally I'm just moving four hours away to go to college. Also, I didn't get accepted into college yet. I applied I don't know but I'm banking on the fact that I already got into the college I want to get into which is a very bad mindset because if I don't get in I will be depressed I'll be going through I'll be going through it Um, then I don't talk about college that much because I don't want to hype myself up because I tend to do that I overthink and then I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna get in and then I don't get in and I'm gonna cry for the next five weeks because I only applied to a little amount of colleges because I thought I would get in um, because I had really good grades but apparently I don't oh my gosh, my headphones are gonna literally die. Give me one second, alright. Alright, I'm back. Um was that one second? <laughs> my headphones are dying, I had to go get the charger. Um, so anyways, yeah. Don't like to think about college that much. Um, but as terms of the future, I don't live like I'm a live in the moment kind of girl. No, I'm not. I just live for whatever whatever there is. Um, I'm spur of the moment. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do in the next five seconds until it happens. So, to ask me about my future is like, I definitely don't know, but I want to be happy, and that's all I do now. So, that's what I want for the future. Next question comes from my friend Joanna, and it says, What's your opinion about dating? And then I had this another question from my other friend, and it decided to talk about boys, so those two go together. So, I will be talking about those two together, obviously, you know, just put two, and two together. Anyways, dating, I don't think I've ever really, I don't, (laughs) I don't think I've ever really had a serious boyfriend where it feels like a serious relationship. You know, I've had some things with people, but I don't think it was so serious where losing them felt like a travesty. But also, I'm not like in the huge mood or mindset to find a boyfriend right now. Like, I'm a really good person. That sounds Narcissistic. I'm a good person and I know that I have really good qualities and I know that there's somebody out there that's really gonna like me for me but as of right now teen boys really only care about skinny blondes and if you know what I look like uh, it's not a skinny blonde that's for sure I'm a chubby brunette um, and that doesn't bother me <laughs> um, and most boys my age aren't totally mature um, and I'm I think in my opinion I am really mature. So I know there's gonna be somewhere or somebody along the line, or you know, in my lifetime, that's gonna appreciate my humor and my personality and my body and my my face, or uh, you know, whatever. Um, for me, you know, totally for me. Um, and that's gonna look past, you know, the external things. And I, I don't think I'm like totally ugly, but I definitely am not what most guys want. I and mean, I'm I'm like kind of fine with that. Like I don't want somebody that's superficial, anyways. I want somebody that loves me for me, um, because I think I deserve to be loved, um, and I think I have really good qualities, um, of a girlfriend, I guess, I don't know, but I also, like, can't imagine myself as, like, a girlfriend that's, like, oh, you know, like, how, like, you know, like, the clingy type or the one that's, like, let's make plans, I'm the kind of girlfriend that's, like, we can hang out once a month and then that's good for me, like, (laughs) and I know that's just, like, not how a lot of people are, but I really need an introverted boyfriend that understands me. Like, I hate parties, I hate anything like that, so I really just need a person that just can bring me out of my shell at the right times, but also understand my habits in the right times as well. But as far as my type goes, I think, you know, past me, like the past years, I've just loved like, just the younger looking guys, oh, that sounds weird, um, like Sean Mendes, like baby faces, like a huge crush on Sean Mendez. um, you know my notorious crush on Jacob Sartorius, which has now ended dead in the casket, nine nails in the grave, army in the coffin, um, and, um, you know, now, recently, in the past couple months, I've liked people like, with, like, men with beards and sleeve tattoos, and they look strong, and, you know, still a little bit of a baby face in the face, but my type has changed so much, I mean, not so much, but, you know, substantial amounts, um, to where it's like all right, I don't really like what I used to like. I mean, yeah, Sean's cute, but I kind of don't want cute anymore. I want like attractive. Um I don't know. Yeah, my type has changed and I never I've never seen a boy in real life um that has made me be like, "Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, he's so cute." I mean, except one boy freshman year. Um I was really obsessed with not obsessed, but I had a huge crush. Like that was my first That was my only ever real crush that I've ever had in a real life person. Where I was like, I need to be with this person. Like, if I was with this person, I would physically be so happy. Um, and I never told him I liked him. Um, and I think he doesn't like girls. Um, I don't know. Never know. I haven't talked to him since, but I miss him. I miss our friendship. So if you ever want to rekindle that boy that is not listening to this, but maybe is, um, let's rekindle that, I miss you, um, <laughs> yeah, he was, like, my only crush that I've ever had, my first crush that I felt like a really strong crushness to, um, yeah, and he was really cute, yeah, freshman year, oh, I miss him, um, anyways, and I've never really, you know, since then had a crush where I feel like it's so crushy, where I'm like, oh, I think about you all the time, and like, I want to be with you, um, yeah, like, I've talked to people since then, but it just doesn't feel the same, because I just don't think I was like, sorry for that mouth noise, Um, I don't edit my podcast, so you're just gonna have to sit through all the noises that my mouth makes, Um, anyways, yeah, like, I just, since then I haven't felt a genuine connection to anyone like that in a while, Um, you know, I've talked to people since then, but it just doesn't feel the same, because I don't think I'm, 100% 100% attracted all the way to them. Um, and I just don't feel like having a boyfriend right now. Not that, like, for other reasons, like, oh, I'm like, I can do whatever with whoever. I don't do anything with anybody. So that's not the case. I just don't feel like emotionally being a girlfriend right now because that just seems like a lot. So dating is weird, but I'm planning on finding my husband in college. I have four years, big options. And the thing is, dating. Now in high school, my high school now is really small with like zero options for boys. I had a small crush on a boy um, that goes to my school now, um, but he just needed some work. He, I think, he just needed a lot of stuff emotionally, and um, I don't know. I had a crush on him, um, and he's doing better, and we still talk, but I don't think he knows I have a crush on him, um, and I'm not gonna admit that his face ever um and he's also like out of my not out of my league but out of my type range um yeah I don't know he was nice though and I thought we got along well but um there just hasn't been a lot of options for me in high school like that I'm like oh my gosh you're so cute um and at my old school there wasn't really any that haven't you know I'm not even gonna go there so there just wasn't that many options either way um so yeah that's my take on dating. There, I have so much time to find a boyfriend. I'm not in a rush. Like, sure, it'd be nice, but yeah, not really. Um, I don't really care. Um, and I'll find somebody eventually that makes me so happy, and I'm so excited for that day to come whenever that day is, but I'm not expecting it to be anytime soon. I'm literally only 17, um, and I'm fine with that. Like, pff, I don't need a boyfriend. I would like one, but unless Ansel Gore's knocking on my door. Uh, nobody's really standing out to me <laughs> anytime soon. Um, also, my dream boy is Augustus Waters from Fault in Our Stars. The ultimate dream boy. I am in love with him. I go through phases where I just cannot stop thinking about him. I'm, I love him. If you ever want to win my heart over, watch the Fault in Our Stars and repeat Augustus Waters' actions to me, yeah, I'll be marrying you. I'll propose. That's the only time I'll ever propose is when a guy takes me to Amsterdam. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors from that movie that I don't have. I don't have cancer. I don't have short hair. My name's not Hazel, but I do want to go to Amsterdam, and I think that's a a good enough contender. So, yeah. Next topic is um, from my friend Allie. Talk about Halloween. Um, Halloween is probably my most neglected holiday to me. I never really dress up. I never really participate Um, because I feel like I've reached that age where I'm too old, but this year, I went to a little camping outing for Halloween and that was fun. Me and a couple of my best friends, what the heck is going on with my mouth? I was like, my mouth was like not moving to produce words. Um, (laughs) and um, we dressed up as 80s people and that was fun. I had fun. But I just don't feel like, I don't know why Halloween is so popular. Like yeah it's cool but like my costumes always look like crap i look like the trash version of whatever i'm trying to Im- you know imitate but i could talk even though i don't like Halloween. i could talk about my favorite costumes i know my most popular costume i've done with the adults at the doors of the houses was my dorothy costume um from dorothy of, uh, oh my gosh dorothy of oz wizard of oz um i had the basket i had toto i had the shoes i had the wig I was Dorothy, I really Dorothy'd it up, um, I think I was like 10, um, and I got a lot of, a lot of, uh, full-size candy bars for that one, yeah, um, that was probably my best costume, and then I was a genie for the last year, I dressed up and went trick-or-treating, which was, I think I was like 12 or 13, I was a genie, um, and then, uh, what's, I was a butterfly once, I was an old person once, I was a bee for my first Halloween, which I think everybody, every child is either a bee or like a ladybug or a flower something of nature. So I was a bumblebee and I think I was a pumpkin one year. Uh, my mom calls me pumpkin so it's kind of cute. Um, what other, what else was I, um, I can't even remember, I don't remember. Um, this year I wanted to be Alice in Wonderland, I wanted to be Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Um, and my Nana might throw a Halloween party, but I'm not sure. But if she is, I want to be awesome other than... Or I want to be Morticia, but my mom said <laughs> I don't have the body type. She's like, Morticia's pretty thin. And I'm, I said, thanks, Mom. I know I'm not thin. Um, so anyways, Morticia was out of the question. The only rule I fit for Morticia, Morticia is that I'm ghoulishly pale. Um, so th- I went in that category. Um, but in the weight category, apparently Halloween... Has a size limit? No, I'm kidding. That sounds really depressing. But I won't be Morticia. I could be Wednesday. Yeah. I could be Wednesday, Adams. But not Morticia. Anyways. Yeah, Halloween's not that special to me. I don't really care about it. My favorite holiday is Christmas or my birthday. (laughs) Which, that's not a holiday. Yeah, it is to me. I love my birthday. I love when people wish me a happy birthday. It makes me feel so special. Not even gifts. Just like a happy birthday. Like, oh my gosh you win me over if you wish me a happy birthday and I don't have to prompt you my birthday is January 17th please wish me a happy birthday <laughs> um, so you have time I told you now and if you're listening to this wish me a happy birthday on my birthday because I love when people wish me a happy birthday not even out of like oh I'm popular but like you're thinking about me on my birthday like that's so nice and sweet of you and I really like that and um, please wish me a happy birthday um, I'll be 18 this year and my birthday's on a Sunday and that's it. That's all I got for my birthday. I don't know. That's what I am. I'm excited. Nervous. I'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket. Um, and waste money. Um, <laughs> anyways, next topic. Oh, okay, that was the boys one that came up. Okay, this is from my cousin Mary. Mary, shout out Mary. I love Mary. She gives me the best topic ideas. Like, she really pulls through with, the like, the most intricate topic ideas. That's why I love her. And we like the same podcast, so Mary... If we ever collab in the future, we have to make our own version of The Basement Yard. And if you don't, if, to the other people listening, if you don't know what The Basement Yard is, it's a podcast by Josie Negato and his friend Frankie. Um, and it's the funniest podcast I've ever listened to. Let me, before I get into Mary's question, I was listening to The Basement Yard, which is the podcast, on my flight home to, um, where was I going? Oh, uh, home, home, I was going home. And to my flight to Florida, I was laughing so hard, but you know how you laugh? Like, any movement or action on a plane cannot be executed in full style. I w- my face was red. I probably looked like I was seizing because I was laughing so hard at the podcast because the podcast is so funny. Almost peeing my pants. Um, I had a fart, too, but I didn't want to do that because, you know, that would have rang through the whole, pl- through the whole plane. Um, that would have been, oh, gosh. It would have been like a gas chamber in there. Um, So, yeah, I was laughing so hard. The basement yard is so funny. Go listen to it. Um, They're like my inspiration. I'm never going to be as funny as them, but a girl can dream and hope and whatever. I can do that. Anyways, Anyways, back to Mary's question. Um, It says, Tell us what you think of. Tell us who you think you were in a past or alternate life and who you would have wanted to be. I never think about this and I don't really fully grasp the concept of concept of like who are you in a past life like whatever um who I would want to be though is Adam Sandler. Oh, I just said his name wrong. Adam Sandler. Circa 2000s, like early 2000s. I just love his personality and his character or I would want to be Andy Samberg. I love his personality, his character, every single role he's played. I think he's so funny. Um and truly I wish I was funny as funny as him. He's great. I love him. Or like who was I in a past life? I feel like a court jester, you know, or like you know, the person that had to make the king laugh. I think I was definitely them in a past life. Um I would have dominated in the medieval times because being fat many were rich, I would have been a billionaire. Um yeah, I would have been a billionaire joker Who has the personality of Andy Samberg, um, but is a woman, so, yeah. And uh, on the topic of, like, like, you know, medieval times, I mean, I put that topic there for myself, I think it would be really fun to be in the medieval times, besides, like, getting executed, which I would be really scared of, um, I think it would be really fun, like, just imagine walking around the downtown village streets with a turkey leg in hand, and like a, a ladle of beer or like a cup, a mug, one of those old tiny mugs. What is that? What is that, um, at the at the Catholic churches, those wine cups. Um, I would have one of those full of medieval drink and a turkey leg in hand and I'll just be enjoying my time. Like, I think that'll be so fun. Um, and like the dresses, like I think that would be just really, really fun. Um, except the time where like i would have to get executed because people would think i'm a witch for being so funny (coughs) too funny for a woman woman can't be funny women aren't funny so i'd be executed and when i think about which way i would want to i would want to be um the guillotine you know just make it really fast um one time oh my gosh i was watching this chris angel prank gone wrong and this guy they put his head in a guillotine or whatever um and there was supposed to be a fake blade that didn't go all the way through what it did and apparently his, his head got severed a little bit but I don't know if it's real or fake but eight-year-old me believed it was real so I watched a, he- a guy's head get severed um and that really traumatized me like it really did like I still have that image in my mind um so like hopefully you know the guillotine works all the way if I did if I had to like I wouldn't want to I obviously I wouldn't want to do it now I wouldn't want to be dead now or in any way but if like I was medieval, and they're like, you can choose. I'd be like, oh, the choice. Um. Anyway, let me think about it. Um. Like, what other ways? Like, was it like poison? Like, I love drinking like water and liquid. Like, I could do that really fast. So maybe poison, or maybe just maybe just leave me alone for the, the remainder of my life until I die without food or water. Like, i I'd be fine with that. Like, just leave me alone, and that will be like so fun. Um. So that's how I'd want to die in a medieval, medieval times. What would my name be? Um, Serena. <laughs> um, my name would be Serena, and my last name would be Sellers. Just like the one it is right now. Um, I don't know why I think that's so funny. It, that's not that's not funny at all. That's actually that's actually so not funny. I don't know why I said that. And the microphone is falling. It's falling away. Okay, let me tell you about the story about how I couldn't get my microphone on the stand. So. The back of the microphone has like this little screw part where it would screw onto the microphone stand. But I didn't realize you have to take the part off, atta- unattach it from the microphone and screw it onto the microphone stand and then reattach it. So I was like, oh, this microphone doesn't attach to the stand. This is stupid. A waste of money. I must have threw something away in the box. And then today I was like, oh, maybe I have to screw it on. And it worked. Um, and I'm stupid. I'm literally so dumb. Everything that, every, all the setup I have for... My piano and all the chords and the interface and the microphone took me weeks to figure out how to successfully use it. I couldn't even use the DAW, which is Logic Pro, which is how I record these. I didn't even know how to use it properly. And I'm still on a free trial, so my podcast quality is going to go severely down after this 80 days is up. I'm sorry. Uh, So I'm trying to milk this 80 days as much as I can um, because otherwise this software costs $200. And do I think it's worth $200? No. No, I don't. I don't think anything's worth $200 unless it's a front row ticket to see John Bellion in a concert, so, um, or like a signed Taylor Swift red CD, that would be worth $200 to me. Um, anyways, next question. uh, How many questions are there? Oh, that was the last question, but I, um, I think I have more. My friend Joanna sent me some and I think I screenshot them. All right, all right. Okay, okay. I'm seeing none zero, nothing's coming up. oh gosh, you know what i th- I try to plan, and it never works my way. um, It just never works. Let me see. did I save him? Okay, okay. She said, you could talk about feminism, and if you view yourself as one, um feminism, I don't actually know like the whole scope of what feminism stands for, um, oh, she's sending me people on a dating app, okay. Um, I don't know what feminism actually really, like, 100% stands for to the point where I'm like, yeah, I can say I fully support it. Do I want women and men to have equal rights? Do I, yeah, I do. And I don't think that's wrong. I want women to have the same opportunity as, as men. I want them to have the same pay and the same job opportunities and the same rights because at the end of the day we're all human and I want everybody to have the same rights um, and I don't want to put my beliefs in one category or one thing or one movement I just believe that everybody should be treated equally because there is some smart, smart women out there women that are so much more <laughs> smarter than men And some men, and there's men that are extremely smart, Um, but I think people deserve a fair opportunity where an opportunity could be for a man and a woman. Um, So, yeah, like men are smart, women are smart. Why don't we utilize all their abilities, you know, and pay them how they deserve to be paid and give them the rights that they deserve to have? Um, because some people want their rights and other people's want you know other people want their rights um, and the rights may be opposing but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't have them regardless you know what I mean so I think that's a really hard topic to talk about without upsetting people but the thing is rights he basic human rights shouldn't upset people and it does And I think that's a really hard conversation to have, but I think men and women should be equal. I think pay should be equal. I think job opportunities should be equal to men and women. And just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen at all. And it's a very serious thing that people overlook. And, um, I'm not a feminist, but I do think that morally we all should be treated equally. Um... And not discriminated against just because people don't like other people for no reason. Um, yeah, so, equality, (laughs) treat people how they should be treated, with respect, and, um, everything like that. So, equal rights, (laughs) yay. Um, (laughs) anyways, paranormal stuff. I... You know, I just saw a TikTok and it said, ghosts aren't real, and it came from Hank Green. And if you don't know who Hank Green is, that's the brother of John Green, and I am obsessed with John Green. Um, So, I take Hank Green's opinion very seriously. He's really smart. Um, So, you know, I trust the things he says. Um, And he doesn't believe in ghosts. I, I don't believe in ghosts as in, like, actual figures of ghosts. Ghosts, if you're listening to this, I don't mean what I said. I was just saying that. But I don't believe in ghosts like figures, but I do believe in, like, signs from the universe or signs from a one that passed on in, like, ways, you know, like, the numbers showing up every time you look at the clock or, you know, a certain rare species of butterfly showing up on your door. Um, (laughs) I believe in things like that, but I don't believe in, like, ghosts where it's, like, ooh, spooky white ghost in my room. Um... Ghosts, if you're listening again, please don't show up in my room. I, I'm, I'm scared of that. I'm really scared of ghosts. Um, even though I don't think they're real, I'm scared of the idea that they could be real. Um, and, like, dem- like demonic stuff scares me a lot. But, um, yeah, that's just, like, whatever. You know, ghosts, if they're if they're real, then fine. Just don't scare me because I, I get really scared. And I'm scared that when my parents die, especially when my dad dies, he's going to come back and haunt me. I'm really scared about that. Not that me and my dad have a bad relationship, but I think my dad's gonna come back and haunt me as a joke, but I'm not gonna be able to know that it's a joke because he's just scaring me so bad. Like, I just know my dad will, like, if ghosts are real, my dad will come back as a ghost and just, like, lay on top of me as a joke, but I'll be, like, suffocating, like, under nothing. What I think is nothing, but it'll actually be my dad's ghosts. <laughs> Why did I say that so, like, Irish? Like, my dad's ghosts. Uh, my dad's ghost. <laughs> Um, yeah, that scares me. Ghosts scare me, but I don't really, like, 100% believe in them. But I do believe in, like, signs from the universe, which doesn't maybe not have any, um, any relation to ghosts, but I do believe that there's something after we die. I just don't know exactly what it is. Um, like, like, not like heaven or hell, but like afterlife, like what we do when we die. Um, so... Also, if I want to be reincarnated, like, reincarnated, I want to reincarnate as my childhood dog, Gus. I love him, and I want to know what he's like during the day. Sleeps, eats, um, I just think he's cute, so I want to reincarnate as a, my cute dog, um, if I could. Next, uh, story, I mean, next, oop, next topic is books you've read or things you've written or wrote um books i've read i used to be an avid book reader back in my fifth grade days i used to read like the hunger games like virgin i was in the mecca of good literature in fifth grade like i was just eating that stuff up like ate the pages i loved it so much um and then i really fell. (laughs) i fell off once i got really into social media um i fell off and my addiction started uh with social media so Right now, I'm back into my book phase. I've been spending like $60 every other week at Barnes & Noble buying books, which is like good. If I spend any amount of money, I would want it to be spent on books that further my knowledge. Um, and I'm getting back into reading um, some of my favorite books, if I would have to give a recommendation, it would be The in Our Stars, which is so basic of a book, but I think it has so much more profound meaning and deeper meanings of love and inferences that... Can really just be compared to things in real life, and I think the story is very unrelatable. But the the themes under the story are very relatable. That doesn't make sense, but I love the Fault in Our Stars, and I think it's the cutest book. And it's the only book that has ever made me cry, just by a book. You know, I've seen books that are—I mean, I've seen movies that are based off books that make me cry, but. That book is the only book that has made me cry as a book, and I love it so much. I cherish that book, and I cherish that movie 100%. Um, another book would be Love Letters to the Dead. That was the first book I've ever read where I read it in, like, the matter of, like, a day. <laughs> like, I read it so fast. It's about this girl and her sister that died, and um, she wrote... The sister that was living wrote letters to her dead sister about her life um, growing up in high school and about her friends and I thought that was a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, I thought it was really nice. And I have it. I own that book. Um, I bought, I got that book like five years ago and I I read it once a year just to uh, revisit some good, good old chapters that I really liked Um, and it was really hard to buy. I couldn't find it forever and I found it at a random library. And then I said where they bought it. And I got to buy the book. And um, I love that book. I cherish that book so much. Um, Another book recommendation. Let's see. I Oh, um. There's this one book I read in 5th grade. It's something like Buddy. Something with the word Buddy. And it's about this kid who his dad's a famous trumpet player. um, And he hasn't been in touch with him. And the boy lives in an orphanage. And the boy goes on a journey to Louisiana to f- connect with his dad and play in a band with him. That was a super good book. Really good. Um, really, like, emotional. Uh, another good book I read in fifth grade was The Help. I loved that book. <laughs> it's so good. It was, like, that book is the biggest book I've ever read. Like, that book is, like, 600 pages. It's so good. Um, so interesting. Um, it's about story of nannies in the 60s when segregation was still around um, and it tells it from multiple points of view which I really enjoy. Um, Recent books that I've read that are really good, um, I read, let me, so um, an absolutely remarkable thing is Hank Green's book, um, the first book in like a series or whatever and it's about this girl who finds these statues. Um, And they have like a significant power and it changes the way we think about humanity and humanity's unity. Um, And I think it's a great book. It really kept me on edge the whole time. I loved it. And I'm currently reading the second book. Um, And yeah, for Hank Green's first novel, that book is like ridiculously good and intricate and it makes you think about the way we perceive, you know, fame and humanity and, Um, I think there's a lot of, uh, metaphors in that book for things that are happening in real life. Um, and I think it's a great, great book that I recommend to anybody. Um, and let's see, like, the last recommendation would be, hmm, I really loved Call Me By Your Name. I know that's a really popular book in a really popular movie. I think the book has, like, it is written with such intenseness and beauty and the imagery that comes from reading the book is something the movie could never replicate i think that the um the book is like outstandingly beautiful um and it was just so powerful um and for the time frame that the characters were in their love is so so bold and beautiful and i love it so much and um it's something that really made me think and I really enjoyed it um and moving on to things that I've written I love to write I would say that I'm good at it and hold on let me fix my microphone stand my my microphone is like in my lap hold on I'm praying that the audio um wasn't terrible (laughs) for the last 10 minutes that I was recording because the microphone was like five inches down from my face or my mouth so anyways that book was really good um, oh, anything. Wait, the things I wrote, the things I wrote. Um, I think I'm a pretty good writer. Um, I love writing poetry the most. Um, short stories just take so much time and thought, but I love poetry books. I've written a full poetry book and, um, designed a book out of it. Um, and I'm currently working on another poetry book that I'm planning on selling copies of and, you know, doing fun little, like, cute little personal merch ideas, even if it's just for me. Um, I'm really excited for that because I think these poems are something that I've um I've really branched out and worked really hard on some of this stuff. Um, so I love writing poetry. I've written one time in like eighth grade. I just randomly decided to write a twelve st- a twelve page short story um, about this girl and her boyfriend died and she has to go through the emotions of death really young. I mean the like the other stages of grief really young. It was good. It was really cheesy. It's like what 13-year-old me would write, um, and I still think I sway towards the cheesy love. Writing more than anything, um, <laughs> even though I've never really been in love, never really experienced it before, um, I just gravitate towards it. And I love writing about things I don't know because if people like it, it's as if I did it and I didn't. Um, and I think that makes me a good writer, um, and my poetry is kind of like really sad. Even though i have never really, sad, I'm never really sad, um, so yeah, I love writing poetry, um, and writing, and I like I love writing anything, but mostly poetry for fun, um, and yeah, I'm working on a book right now, which one of the people, one of the one of the purple, one of the people that are listening to this podcast is going to be the first owner of my book months before. Anybody else reads it, so um, guess who it is? <laughs> um, it's gonna be a gift, and I'm really excited. I'm gonna make a little package, like you know, what PR packages look like when like a brand is coming out with a product. Like I'm gonna make a little package of like th- elements from the book that remind me of the poetry book, and then like, oh, it's so cute. I have such a good idea, um, and I hope it gets executed the way I want. Um, Anyways, the last question, I don't know how long this uh, this little podcast is. I think it's kind of over 20 minutes, I'm not sure, it would be like embarrassing if it was 10, but I know I've been talking for more than 10, um, oh my gosh, wait, I think this podcast is like 40 minutes actually, um, anyways, anything in current news, gosh, the news is so corrupted with everything, I don't even want to talk about it because it's going to start a wildfire, even, you know, even if I say my opinions and I don't want to start that. So, the news, I don't really, I don't, truly, I don't really watch it because I don't care. Um, and yeah, so, that's where I'm going to end off. This was probably one of the good, con- a good content full of podcast, I mean, a good podcast full of content. I think that I talked about some good stuff. Maybe it was not the most funny, but it was good. Um, and guys, I would say, catch me next week, but, <laughs> Uh, history repeats itself and it's going to repeat itself next week so there will probably not be a podcast but you know just take a podcast when you can get one Um, you know what I mean so yeah anyways I hope you enjoyed this podcast I hope the audio quality wasn't total crap Um, and uh, I hope that this was somewhat interesting Um, I'm thinking about rebranding the podcast changing the name and the logo if you think I should do that let me know. I was thinking of changing the name from Semi-Filtered to Serena to From the Bedroom Floor because all of these podcasts are filmed on my bedroom floor. <laughs> Creative. I know. I don't think that name is going to win or it's going to be that popular amongst people that listen to this podcast. I think Semi-Filtered is a good um, a good name, but I don't know. I'm just not not really feeling it as much as I was before. But, anyways, if you think I should be branded, or if you have title suggestions of my podcast, your suggestion could win. Could win. It could be the title of my podcast. And, um, yeah, some people have made me some new covers, and they're good. Um, But I'm not entirely 100% sure of what I want to do yet. This podcast, I act like this podcast is like has thousands of followers but it doesn't it has like five monthly listeners but those five people i love you and i adore you um and i just appreciate your presence on my listening platforms anyways um i'll catch you guys later i gotta go i've been doing this for i've been talking way too long my mouth's drier than i Sahara desert uh, out here i gotta go get a sip of <laughs> a sip of stale water that's sitting by my bed for the past seven days um anyways i'll talk to you guys later uh thanks for listening and i'll catch you not next week but some week after that maybe (laughs) bye